You're gonna need a bigger boat. What a day! What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. And welcome back to the first actual Cinematic Blind Spot review of 2020. We are continuing our theme of bad movies in January. <laughs> I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And today we are talking about an action movie from 1987 with a Rotten Tomatoes score, actually uh, audience score of 52%. This is Rolling Vengeance. <laughs> this movie, I, I, you actually bought it for me for yep. Christmas one year, but how did you find out about it? I forget where you, because you showed me the cover of it, and I remember seeing it going, oh, that looks amazing. What is that? I, I think I was just scrolling through probably like, I think for some reason it was on the Vinegar Syndrome site, even okay. though this is a Kino Lorber title. Yeah. I think I was on Vinegar Syndrome site when I saw it, and I was like, oh, Adam might love that. Well, you know me. I love anything with a big engine in it, and this <laughs> this movie, <laughs> the uh, what the, when, you, when you actually watch the, the, the Blu-ray, the subtitle of the title screen is The Ultimate Monster Truck. <laughs> Rolling Vengeance, The Ultimate Monster Truck. So I saw that, that the the uh, cover that you showed me i was like oh my gosh i have to see that which is funny because the people on the cover not in the movie not even the people in the movie <laughs> your cover on the cover you've got this dark-haired guy and this blonde-haired girl standing in front of this giant monster truck with a drill on the front of it and yeah those people aren't even in the movie because the because <laughs> the main character is blonde and his girlfriend is brunette yes so, um, yeah, classic eighties. Yeah. Classic eighties truth in advertising. So this movie, wow, <laughs> this, this is one of those movies that belongs in, a um, Joe blows awfully good column. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it would fit right in. Cause you know, it's about a guy who's a truck driver. His dad's a truck driver and they, you know, they live, where was this? Ohio? Ohio. Okay. Yes. They live in the middle of nowhere, basically. And, um, at the beginning of the movie, they're just truck drivers. They're just truck drivers delivering stuff, you know. Uh, the son, what was his name? Joey. Joey. Yeah, yeah Joey. Yeah, Joe and Joey. Yeah, so yeah. His both. dad was named. His dad's name was Joe, and his son's name was Joey. That's not at all confusing at all. Um, He'll go by Joe when he's older. Yeah. Um, well, Joey is trying to complete his first run as a truck driver, his first delivery run, and. He, he gets on the CB radio. Yeah, that's how they communicated back then. And was like, yeah, I accidentally drove 100 miles off course. Like, Before you, I realized it. Yeah, <laughs> how do you accidentally drive 100 miles off? And I know this was 1987. Not everybody. There was no such thing as GPS back then, but... Yeah, that's, a, that's quite a long way to go before you realize you're in the wrong place. Yes. <laughs> But anyways, he, you know, his dad, for some reason, is waiting for him at where he's supposed to make his drop, where he's supposed to make his delivery. And his delivery is at Tiny's, um, it was just called Tiny's was all it was. It was a roadside bar, strip club, and used car dealership. <laughs> and also, family dining family during the dining. day. Family dining, yes. It actually <laughs> says on the side of the building, family dining, right below a picture of a stripper. Yes. So... Someone was um, 
I don't know if that's like really entrepreneurial of them or what. I don't know. <laughs> you have it all in one. Everything, all, all your needs. Everything in one. You're right. So whenever he finally uh, gets to where he's, you know, whenever Joey finally gets to Tiny's, he's delivering this thing and he accidentally hits something and a couple cases of Jack Daniels fall out of the yeah, truck. Yeah, I was like, this must be one popular place because this is a truck full of Jack Daniels whiskey and Budweiser beer. Yes. And it is full. So they well, must be going through it a lot. Well, every time you see the inside of this bar during, you know, during business hours, it's always packed. That's true. So, yeah, maybe they are. Um, so here we meet Tiny Doyle. Played yeah. by Ned Beatty, the only actor in this movie I have seen in anything else. And uh, his f- four sons? Five sons. He has five sons. Okay. From And I think each of them are from different mothers, if I recall correctly. <laughs> That's probably right. And um, to say they're not the brightest light bulb in the hallway would be a massive understatement. Everyone in this movie is stupid. Everyone in this family is stupid. Yes. The Doyle family. They're all stupid. Um... There are, one of them, I think his name was Vic. He's Vic, supposed yeah. to be like the, the, the leader of the brothers. He's all pissed off because the delivery's late. And then he dropped two cases of Jack Daniels. And just like really pissed off for no reason. Like if you, if you were ordering a truckload of Jack Daniels, you don't think you'd miss two cases. Yeah. Yeah. But um, then they start, after he's missed this shipment... They're out driving, and they start messing with the dad who's driving the normal truck. Yeah, he's driving, little, he's driving a Ford pickup. Yeah, yeah, he's driving his pickup truck, and they pull in between him and the son still driving the big rig. Uh huh. And they start messing with getting up on him. They start throwing tell, beer bottles throw beer. at the big rig, like yeah. and, and not like empty beer bottles, full bottles full of beer, beer bottles. They're mooning him. Yeah, like just what the hell is up with these? Guys? Is this their idea of a good time? Yes, this is their fun in this nothing to do town. I guess. I so. guess. Um. And Joey, who, like you said, who's driving the big rig, kind of takes a kind of takes a swipe at him and kind of runs him off the road a little bit. And his dad was 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 angry at him for some reason. I mean, if I, if I was it, I'd be like, "Yeah, you should have done that. That was okay." No, he was like, "Yeah, you can't get distracted. You can't get angry. Yeah, you'll get like, You'll be late. You'll miss shipments. You don't make payments. What? And then you'll lose your clients. Yeah, yes. yeah. So yeah, the the Doyle family is their client. They deliver for them for some reason. I don't know if they, maybe they don't have any other other, other clients. Other deliveries they gotta make. They don't show any, but I would think they have to. They could not make no, it on they just couldn't this make one it on client. Just delivering booze. <laughs> um, but, uh, so then we meet the rest of the Russo family, Joe and Joey's family. We meet uh, his mother, we meet Joey's mom, and his two little sisters. For some reason, he's got two little sisters that look like they can't be over the age of ten. Ten, and he's, and he's at, least, at least ready for college. Yeah, he They looks, talk about him. Yeah. Possibly going to college or not going to college and staying in the family business, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like, I'm wondering how that happened. I have such a huge age gap there, but uh, it's one of them's birthday, and uh, then um, um, Misty, who is Joey's girlfriend, kind of love interest, comes over to spend time with him. And by spend time, I mean make out, and then he takes him for a ride in his truck. And they and they mention something about. Uh, he, he says he's going to go out into the barn and work on something. And his mom's like, when are you going to let us see this thing? And he's like, oh, I'm going to have it ready for the truck show in November or whenever it was. So they, they hint that he is building something, but they don't actually show it. Right. Um, the next day, his mom and his two little sisters are driving into town somewhere. And like, 
into town really like i don't i'd love to know how far they have to go to get into yeah, town because they are like in the middle of scenic little, nowhere yeah. um and the doyle brothers show up again all four of them and just harassing this poor woman and her two children for no reason like they they of course cut her off and they're throwing beer bottles wow. at her too i'm like these guys really love wasting beer don't they they just toss it all over the place yes. um and then they like kind of make her stop, and one of them breaks the window and is like, "Hey, little pretty lady, give us a kiss." And like, this is why you should have a gun in your car for, for stuff just like that. So she's driving this little Dodge station wagon. It's not going very fast, and the no. guy, the the Doyle family, is driving in their pickup truck, and they're they're messing with her. They're not letting her get back in her lane. And then there's another semi truck coming down the way, driven by Joey's friend Steve. Steve S- Tyler. Steve Tyler. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> Um, and he's coming down. He's a coming hill. down a hill, so he can't stop. He can't slow down fast enough. And they're not letting. They're not her letting get her back. Her back yeah, they're not letting her. So she tries to turn off the road and just ends up getting t-boned by this by this eighteen wheeler. And the next thing we see is a funeral, funeral scene. So the mom and two little or no, one little boy and one little girl. I think. Oh, I think no, two little girls. They're both girls. They're both girls. Yeah. Okay. Um. Both of them dead. All, all three of them dead. Yes. And then we see a courtroom scene where Vic Doyle, who was driving the truck that that, that wouldn't let them back in, he, of course, he said, oh, no, I, the, she, she, she just couldn't get over fast enough or something. And, of course, the courts let him go with a $300 fine and one year... One probation. year in jail. They pen- say in jail, but but then but then he says pending some kind of a rehabilitation yeah. thing at a at a hospital. So I guess he went to rehab. I think, man, I don't know. Um, but it's, it's pretty obvious by this point that the Doyle family are just the local scum. They're the local, yeah, nothing nothing you like. Nothing. And that's you- one thing I can say about '80s movie villains. They are evil people. Like these oh, yeah. brothers are happy. They are not, not at even all remorseful yeah. that they have killed this woman and two children. Yeah, like they're they, just happy as they can be that, that they're that they're off the hook. They, yeah, they had think to go it's to hilarious. Yeah, and um, like they're still talking shit to Joey and his dad mm-hmm. after doing knowing that they've killed this wife and kids. Mm-hmm. So Joey and his dad end up going to Tiny's and go in for a drink. And uh, like we said, this is a strip club and family dining and car dealership. <laughs> and they're sitting there to get a drink. And Vic comes over with two beers. He's like, oh, you want this beer? And he drinks the whole thing off. And says, you're going to have to wait about 20 minutes. It's going to be a little warm for you. And then he takes the other beer and pours it on Yeah, he said Joey, Joey likes his cold and yeah. just pours it on his head. And, of course, this big fight scene breaks Yeah, out. and before they go in, we see the dad, Joe, oh, put yeah. like a big, big wrench in his He put, he put, yeah, he put a, a, a wrench boot. down his boot. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're ready for trouble, and that's what they were planning on. But, um... This fight goes on for a little while, and finally Tiny goes and gets what he calls the pea shooter, which is a 12-gauge shotgun. <laughs> and I, I love how they do these in, in these movies. You know, they always, like, shoot or, shoot around, like, straight up, and it's like, you just put a hole in your ceiling. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, you, someone's got to fix that. <laughs> but, um... And then um, Steve, Steve and Tyler, Steve Tyler shows up to help, too. And they all... Managed to he he manages to help Joe and his dad Joey and his dad Joe get out of there in one piece because at first um, Joey was really mad at Steve he he thought that, that you know he because Steve was kind of a hot dog he like kind of you know 
kind of kind of like to be a little reckless sometimes. And he he thought that 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 um that that Steve really was what what killed his his mom and his yeah. His, like his maybe sister. he wasn't paying attention. Yeah, that he could maybe have he was done just being something. stupid. So from there we get a scene of you know Joey and his dad at home now in this empty house and not really sure what to do his um uh, Misty comes by and brings a casserole or something yeah. hey my mom made this for you kind of stuff yeah. and then i believe the next scene after this we have the Doyle brothers again being just total pieces of shit because they're looking down the road they're on top of a uh, they're on a train track that goes across the road up above you know like on a bridge and they're watching the uh the t- these two trucks coming you know it's Joe and Joey but she, I, I thought Joey or Joe would have been the one driving the front truck, but no, he's in the apparently he's in the one in the back. And they start throwing cinder blocks, cinder blocks. off the, the the track, off the the bridge, and cause this massive wreck. And now Joey's dad is in a coma, basically. Yes. Like these guys are just total shit. Yeah, absolutely. And now we get a an eighties building stuff montage of Joey. Going through all, going through like um, uh, junkyards, finding all these truck parts and stuff. Doing a bunch of welding. Doing a bunch of welding. He finds this looks like a drill bit, like a giant drill. He finds like a periscope kind of a thing, and he's he's building something. We, he, we get a shot of finishing his, what he's working on in the barn. Yeah, whatever it is he's working on, and. Then I love, I absolutely love the scene. This is when this movie gets really good. Is when he first cranks this thing up, and there's like thundering and lightning, lightning. outside, and you see he's he's got like flames shooting up out of the top of these these two big uh, smokestacks. But those aren't even his exhaust pipes. Like the exhaust pipes are coming up out of the back. I don't know how that works, but he's talented. He's Adam. talented. He's very talented. <laughs> he is driving an armored monster truck. I mean, now. he built this thing by himself. By himself, no which, help lifting anything. I realize. He had stuff on chains. But. Yeah, but um, which I mean, for me, loving old school monster trucks. That's how they were built. They were built by hand. They were not built by like major sponsors like they are nowadays. But um, yeah, so I'm just thinking of a single person building without any help. Huh? Yeah, it it would it would be a, it would be a chore. <laughs> it but would be it'd, it'd be possible. But nothing helps like a montage. Yeah, montage. <laughs> And, um, yeah, spends about the next five minutes playing some song and watching him scourge, scavenge parts. Um, and then once he finally starts this thing up, it's nighttime. He goes to Tiny's and they're all inside and it's all, you know, packed full of people. I guess nobody can hear this really loud monster truck outside whenever it decides to run over all of the used cars that are sitting (laughs) outside. And you got this old guy who comes out and he looks... Sees the monster truck and he's like, I'm going back in. He goes back in and orders a double. And the guy's like, What? Double of what? He goes, Double of anything. <laughs> Whatever you got. <laughs> Whatever you got. <laughs> oh. So, of course, the next day, everyone's looking at all the crushed cars. Tiny is taking the um, vanity plate off of his Cadillac that got run over, too. And they figure. And the one cop says, Yeah, maybe they'll finally give me a good deal on this thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and like the Doyle brothers are looking through his car going, Well, I think the radio might still work. Yeah, maybe the eight track players still work. These hubcaps are shot. Like they're trying to find something in this car that they can still sell. It's like, Yeah, good luck with that. Um, so from here, they decide that this must have either been um, 
Joey Russo or Steve Tyler. Steve Tyler. Which really, he says, the first two guesses don't count. Yeah. He really believes it's Joey. Yeah. But, but for some reason, they Steve. go after Steve anyway. They do go after Steve. The next, the next scene, I don't, I don't even know these two brothers' names because they're just too, un- too, too forgettable to, to waste the time to remember their names. They go after Steve Tyler. They're driving up alongside him. He's in his big rig, and they start shooting at him. You know, shotgun shells shooting at him. And he's trying to get away from him. He calls for help on his CB radio, and Joey hears him while he's working on this truck. So you know what's going to happen next. They, and it's like, I don't know why they didn't do this to begin with, but then it's like after chasing this truck, they finally shoot one of the tires out. It's like, that should have been like the first thing you did. <laughs> um, and then well, you know, just, they like to play around with people. I think yeah, this is their idea of fun. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe they just like to play with their food. Um, so... Once they finally get the truck stopped, Steve, like, ducked down behind it so they can't hit him. But they're just unloading on this truck. You know, both of them got shotguns. Boom, 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 boom. Of course, you know, five-shot shotguns, they can get 20 rounds out of each of, of course, them. Of course. Of course. supply. And then they hear this loud engine approaching. And the one, I, I don't even remember his name, but he was the one with the uh, with the, with the the cowboy hat. He just looks off and just goes, what in the fucking hell is that? <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember his name either. I love that. I just love that line and the way he said it. So one of them, and of course, he he get, he gets back in the van and starts to drive off, and the other one's just standing there, like doesn't even try to run or anything. He just stands there and lets this monster truck run over him. As you like, do. As you do, yes. <laughs> and now the other guy, the cowboy hat guy, he's trying to get away and can't seem to... Make it like, and like whenever it shows an outside shot of the monster truck chasing something, the vehicles are not going very fast. No, they're not. They look like they might be doing 10, 15 miles an hour. Like, but whatever. So, so eventually the guy just gets run over in his, in the van gets run over by the monster truck. Which was hilarious because when they cut to that shot, it was an obvious Obvious mannequin mannequin inside the, yeah, sitting inside the truck. Inside the van. Yeah. So he just crushes this truck, crushes the van, guy inside it just drives off. And again, next day, cops are looking at everything going, huh, I wonder what could have done this. <laughs> and, and what was it? One of, one of them's like, you hear on the radio, someone saying, do you need a, a emergency medical? And he said something like, oh, hell, a, sweet, a street sweeper and a doggy bag ought to be good. Yep. <laughs> like, apparently there's not much left of either of these guys. No. I would guess not. So now we've got tiny... And his remaining three sons, all of these sons from different mothers, um, going on. They're sitting there at the at the table, about to eat. Oh yeah! And God, this was great because like one of them just immediately starts to grab the food, and Tiny's like, "Ah, your brothers aren't even cold in the ground. All you can think of is feeding your belly." And he's like, "Oh, well, I gotta I eat, huh?" It's like, oh, you gotta eat. Well, here, eat. And he just starts throwing mashed potatoes at all these guys. Here, eat. You eat. You eat. He he slings it at one. The other brothers laugh. He starts slinging it at them, too. He finally sits down. He wants to say a prayer. Yeah. Which you can tell they don't normally do because they just start eating. They finally get him to say this prayer, and he can't even remember the son's names. He's like, them two boys. Yeah, them two boys who were no longer with us. Yeah, like, you can't even remember your own son's name. What kind of person are you? And then he sits back down. He's like, oh, we're going to need some more potatoes over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> because he slung them all he over. He slung them all over the place. So, um, at this point... The other you know, two brothers... The other two brothers... That's not Vic. Vic yeah. is not the one that doesn't go. They yeah. go to find Joey. 
They go well. First, first, Misty goes to find Joey, and they're already there. They're already there. They're Joey's, Joey's what... not at, at his uh, barn, not at home. No, and, and they're these like, two... yeah, we're waiting for him too. And of course, what do they do? They have to rape this girl. Yeah, they have to rape this girl. And when Joey pulls up a little bit later, she's she's you know there in the grass saying, "Joey, help me, help me." So now he's just like, "I'm going to kill these guys." Like he hasn't already killed them. Yeah. Like he hasn't already killed those other two. Right. Like, okay, now I'm really going to kill them. No, I'm going to kill them even more. Kill them even more, apparently. And then it cuts to them waking up in the... Tr- I don't know why they went to the middle of the field to sleep after doing this. I don't know either. They must have... I don't know. They might have been drunk. They might have just kind of pulled over wherever they could. And both of them were sleeping in their little pickup truck. Yeah. And they're going on about... <laughs> they're going on about, oh, do you think she had as much fun as we did? I wouldn't think too much about what she liked. Yeah, she was a fighter. That's yeah. the best kind. Uh, I was like, oh, these, yeah, these, these guys yeah. are 80s, despicable. 80s villains just go out of their way to be absolute shitheels. Absolutely. Um, and then, again, it's like this truck. I, mean, I have been to monster truck races as a kid, and you can't go to them without earplugs because they are so friggin' loud. But somehow this truck manages to just kind of sneak up on these guys. And it's like whenever they finally hear it, they turn around and it's, oh, it's just up it's there. It's right 20 there. feet away. <laughs> and of course, one of and, and they, 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 of course, as it's coming down the hill towards them, they can't get their truck to start. So see, even the, even the bad guys can't get their trucks to start when they need to. So it's not just the, the good people that need to get away from the killer. Yeah. They yeah. The bad guys too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, they, they, they managed to run away for a little bit. And then they park and they like they like pull off to the side of the road and hide behind some bushes. Like, oh, I don't see him anywhere. And again, it just sneaks up out of nowhere. It turns around, it's right there. It's right them. behind them, and they both get out and run away on foot. So the truck chases down one guy through a cornfield and runs over him. And then the other guy runs into some kind of warehouse or something. It's got, it's, it's got a bunch of just random stuff in it, like. Barrels of like chemicals. Barrels of like. chemicals. Yeah, I don't know what the hell this place is supposed to be, but eventually he run now now this I could not I could not figure out. He runs into this like little office or something, and the truck's bearing down on him. And he's trying to open a door that is a glass door. <laughs> it's wooden all around the edges and it's glass, and he's like, Oh, let me out, let me out. <laughs> like, dude, just break, break the it. glass. Break the glass, you'll be okay. But no, the truck comes along and runs over him too. <laughs> So now Do- uh, Tiny Doyle and Vic. Vic are just waiting for for Joey to show up again. And by the way, at this point in the time, Joey, at this point in the movie, uh, Joey's father has passed away th- from his coma too. So now his whole family has been killed by these assholes. And his girlfriend's been raped. And his girlfriend's been raped by them. Now the, now the police show up and like, so we got an idea someone might be... Uh, be out for the Doyle family and like, yeah, you think so? Like, and, and, and Joey's like, yeah, half the county hates these people. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you, get, you get tiny telling Vic he's basically nothing but a chicken shit. Yeah. And, and, and Vic has got, they're, they're, they're in the bar wait, just waiting for Joey to show up. They both got shotguns and, and, uh, tiny's like, why were your brothers out there? And you weren't He's like, well, you're calling me a chicken shit, Paul. I ain't no chicken shit. You say I know. He like points a shotgun at his dad. And his dad, I mean, he challenges him. He's mm-hmm. like, go ahead. You you don't have the balls to do it. He's like, yeah. And yeah. that's what he does. He once again aims at aims the roof. At the, at the roof <laughs> and pulls the trigger just as this truck shows up. Joey and his truck shows up. And uh, just 
destroys, just flattens, starts to flatten this club, this bar, strip club, whatever it is, just running through one wall and out the other, and turning around and running through <laughs> one wall and out the other. And then Misty shows up with the with one cop. One cop shows up with Misty. Like, <laughs> don't you, shouldn't you guys have some backup or something? Like, I don't know. She went and told him, hey, he's got this giant monster truck. And the cop's just like, no, that can't be true. I'm, I'll go out there and check it out myself. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. We don't know what she says to him when she tells him. But. Right. But, <laughs> so the truck is like kind of crashed into the, into the building, what's left of it, and it just stops. And Joey gets out and walks up, walks out, and, and of course Misty goes up to hug him, but then... Tiny shows pops up behind him. He's got a he's got a pistol. No, he's got a shotgun. He's got a shotgun. And um, and the, the sheriff guy. the sheriff has a pistol. Yeah. They both shoot each other at the same time somehow. Except Tiny actually takes around in the head. Boom, he's gone. Which kind of felt was coming because earlier in the movie he said you'd have to shoot me in the head right before I forgot what he said exactly. You before I let anybody you know run me out of run me out of business. That's right because that's something when he like says that. that he's been there for nine years from Arkansas. Yeah. Which, <laughs> Surprise, surprise. It came from Arkansas. <laughs> but uh, but then, and this is the part that I just I just cannot believe. The truck starts to move again. And who's behind the wheel? Vic. Vic. First of all, how is Vic not dead? Second of all, why would Joey leave the keys in this stupid thing? And how is how does Vic know how to drive it? So, it's the 80s. It's, it's an 80s... <laughs> Horrible 80s action movie. I'm not exactly holding it to high standards right now. Exactly. Yeah, you can't do that with this. So, um, he just... They just... he Now he is chasing Joey and Misty. Misty goes and hides in this, like, under underground uh, drainage pipe or something. This metal pipe that's sticking out from under the, under the road. And he starts to... He starts to, um... Put that, drill, Put that bit. drill bit thing in down into the drill after into the into the the pipe after her, and it's it's got like a can opener on top of it because the yeah. top of it is cutting through the pipe. But as as big and powerful as this thing is, it's cutting very slowly. I feel like it would just go through this. Well, at this point, Joey had like turned the the two flame throwing smokestacks that they were so that they were going like inside the cab where yeah. where where Vic was and Vic was oh it's getting too smoky so he he climbs out of the truck while it's still moving and the truck it just keeps moving and now he and Joey are fighting and while while Misty is just you know cowering at the back of this there, there's like a like a grate on the yeah. other end of this this pipe so she can't get out she's just sitting there yelling Joey Joey over and over again and eventually this was great because eventually joey is able to hold down vic while the monster truck rolls over his head (laughs) just squish and then of course he jumps up into it and shuts it off and everybody's okay even even the police chief or who who got shot was okay he's talking about retiring now and and the cop one of the cops walks up and is like hey you're never gonna believe who was driving that truck we found the guy in the truck that was vic doyle and I'm, like, and I'm like, he rolled over his he rolled head. Rolled over his head. So if you found him in the in the cab <laughs> so of the like truck, he backed it up and so, picked him up and put him in there with a head crush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is this is Ohio, so maybe you know, <laughs> middle of nowhere Ohio. They probably don't have like CSI Ohio or anything like that. <laughs> like, well, there's a guy in the truck. You know, his head's crushed. Yeah, but he was probably the one driving it. <laughs> it had to be. Only <laughs> that makes sense. So that's pretty much the movie. 
uh, Joey and Misty kind of just walk off into the sunrise because it, yeah, it was nighttime, so the yeah. sun's coming up, sun's and coming up, yeah. that is the end of the movie. <laughs> Didn't take long to go over this one. This is a pretty short episode for a for a full movie review. Yeah, yeah. but um, not a whole lot going on in this movie. It does start off pretty slow. Yeah, and then like, I kept waiting. I was like, "When is this monster truck coming?" That that was me when I was first watching it the first time. But I gotta say just, that the the monster truck was built just like the old school trucks from the eighties and nineties that I grew up watching. You know, nowadays monster trucks look like oversized Hot Wheels, but you know they're back then they 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 looked. I don't know. There's something about them that was just a little different for me personally. <laughs> so if anyone out there is looking for a good, cheesy-ass, laughable 80s action-slash-vengeance flick, I mean, hell, it's in the title, Rolling Vengeance. Can't recommend this movie enough. This, this... And if any of you guys have any good car exploitation flicks out there, be sure to let us know. Check us yes. out on all the socials. Yes. Leave a comment, send us a message, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on all of them. But yeah, give us any That's one car exploitation th- recommendations you might have. One thing I enjoy is a good car exploitation movie. Yes, you do. <laughs> Maybe a little too much. <laughs> but that wraps up this episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. We will be continuing our theme of bad movies for the month of January. So until next time, I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And whether you're in your car or in your theater, always check your blind spots. You guys take care. We'll see you next time.